Welcome to the Sailing Into Oblivion podcast. I'm your host, Jerome Rand, and this is where we sit down with everyday people who do extraordinary things. Good evening, everybody. Tonight, uh, we're recording this just a couple of days before the holiday season, and I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and all that, because uh, it's a great time to be together with friends and family. And tonight, I'm actually with a great friend of mine, Adrian, who was on the podcast a long time ago, back uh, before we passed 100. I think she was the 50th or 47th podcast we did, talking about New Orleans and stuff like that. But tonight, we're visiting her. She's visiting me. We've come together here in St. Pete, and she has been on this sort of journey with uh, the whole van life thing. And I got to see her van called Love Song and see how it's built out and hear some of the adventures that she's been on and some of the stuff she hopes to be able to do. So I figured, you know what, let's sit down and let's talk about it because I had a lot of questions. There's a lot of similarities between sailing and living in a van and adventuring that way on the roads. So definitely a pretty cool podcast and hopefully everybody will enjoy some of the questions it's kind of a Q&A really because I am very curious about this but before we start as i always say if you want to support the show like so many of you have please head over to patreon you can follow the link in the description become part of the patreon family and uh, that helps to get me and sparrow back up to fighting strength so we can head back out to the ocean other than that you can always also support by ordering one of the shirts we got some new merch out there two different uh, lines of shirts and all the proceeds from that are definitely going towards uh, getting sparrow put back together so if you want to reach out to the show just head over to sailingintooblivion.com, follow the podcast link and click on contact the show you can email me directly if you got a cool story to tell i'll happily uh, read that out on the uh, podcast, or if you just have a question or want to hear a certain subject, I definitely like getting to those. So without further ado, here is Adrian. Oh, and if you want to follow her, I'll put a link to it, but uh, her Instagram handle is lovesongyoga. So at lovesongyoga on Instagram, and you can sort of follow her adventures and find out, maybe take a yoga class with her. All right, here we go with Adrian. All right, you want to just give me a quick little mic check there? Mic check, one, two... I gotcha, loud and clear. Oh, perfect. <clears throat> well, Adrian, welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's almost almost a hundred episodes ago. We sat and we talked about music. We were out at Jerome's town. That was a lot of fun. It sure was. <laughs> <laughs> good good memories. Don't worry. Give it a minute or two. You'll you'll fall right back into the swing of things. But Today, this is really actually quite cool what we're going to talk about because you've been sort of over the last year to the day, a van owner. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was exactly one year ago when I flew to St. Pete, St. Petersburg, Florida and, and bought my van. For some van life action. And it's, it's been an awesome year and it just so happens that one year later I find myself in St. Pete again and here we are. I know it's so crazy. Like the the world has brought us back together for a tiny bit of time that we're gonna try and cherish. 
I think. <laughs> and really? it's just, you know, it's, I, I don't know. I, it's one of those things like the whole van likes life is very similar in a lot of ways to being a cruiser or living aboard a boat and sort of enjoying the freedom of, of having your stuff and being able to move around to different places. So, you know, your, your house stays the same, but the view is constantly sort of changing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I don't know, I, I guess I've always been pretty curious about it because I, I, you know, I used to love being out on the road. Like when I used to do the presentations, things like that, it was great because I, you know, I'd be driving up and down the East Coast and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I, I've always enjoyed sort of that road warrior uh, sort of mentality, that feel. I mean, normally I'm staying in little motels, so it's a little different. But I guess, I don't know. I just have a lot of questions as far as the ins and outs of what it's actually like to be, you know, in a van all your stuff and trying to sort of survive on the road and finding places to park and all that sort of stuff. So if you're up for it, I've got, I've got a few, few questions for you. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an awesome journey in a, yeah. Like the parallel, uh, you've got, you know, your boat in the sea and then it's like master of the land getting to adventure through the different landscapes here and yeah um, and then wherever you go you have your whole home and you can always take a nap <laughs> exactly you get a little tired you just pull over and whoop, you're good to go yeah you want to move the mic just a bit closer so everybody can hear okay perfect there we go all right so first question um what was sort of the initial attraction to the possibility of grabbing a van and traveling around like where where did it all sort of come from for you Ooh, yeah I, I have a few friends who have vans and it was intriguing but one in particular and um this friend has an airstream that he tows behind a, a truck and um he actually calls it the cosmic pickle because he painted the airstream <gasps> like a pickle so he tows and his, his truck is pink and it has um uh, a feathered serpent on one side and a, a jaguar on the other side, and he pulls the the cosmic pickle around. Oh wow! And that's got, the same person who did the artwork on yours, is it? No, a different person. Oh, okay. But I was traveling. I went on a long road trip with this friend who drives the cosmic pickle from Portland across the top of the country and then down back home to to New Orleans, and um, it was just so fun. We had such a great adventure and. Um, and it's such a vibe too, when you have a, when you're traveling in a cosmic pickle. It, I, yeah, I can only imagine you pull into a small town. It's uh it's a little hard to miss that sort of, that sort of scene and it must strike up quite a few conversations. Yeah. People love it. They're always taking pictures and selfies with it or coming over, striking up conversation. That's something you could probably sell some shirts with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I got to see the cosmic pickle. <laughs> yeah, he actually wanted to sell his his grandmother's recipe of of pickles. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so he has the airstream, and that's that's sort of um, I don't know. I, I guess is that like borderline van life because you're it's not technically a van, obviously, but it's not quite a Winnebago. 
Yeah, it depends on how how you treat it. Um, but it to him, it's uh, it's his home. Yeah. So and then just the only difference is um, he can unlatch from it. So um, if if there's a good plot of land to leave the airstream behind, then he can take off and do some easier driving in um, in his truck. Well, and I, I think that's one of the things that I. I found appealing, you know, when this whole idea of like sort of van life um, came about or at least got popular to the point where, you know, everybody knows about it uh, was the ease with which, you know, if you've got just your standard van that allows you to wiggle into all these different places. I mean, if you've got a real like RV, a huge thing, it's not so easy to be able to, you know, just park somewhere you know just regular parking you know and and sort of get away with it i suppose yeah yeah really hard to maneuver those and to find parking but um i have a sprinter and so i'm able to to get into a lot of parking spots and get all around town pretty easily too well and and just having having ridden around a little bit of st petersburg with you now um yeah i mean it, it it didn't feel like some unwieldy beast that we were, you know, constantly worrying about bumping into things. I mean, you you drive it very very well, and you have that that backup um, camera on there, which obviously helps a lot. But um, yeah, I mean, it's you you look in the back and you've got the bed and you've got cabinets and a little kitchen and all that sort of stuff. But it doesn't it you know it's all small, it's condensed, very similar to what it's like on a boat. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it doesn't seem like a big over the top, like not easy to drive sort of vehicle. Yeah, no, it's right. It's right in the middle. It's great for commuting around town and also epic road trips. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. and the the only thing, I mean, I know that when when you're all set up. So I, on my boat, when I'm in a marina and I sort of set everything up for liveaboard mode, where I know I'm, I'm not going to be out sailing offshore or anything like that. Um, you know, I've got all the stuff sort of out, and I wouldn't be able to just, you know, untie it from the dock, set sails. You know, all you'd hear is all the things crashing around down below. And do you get that much on yours, or is it is it uh, small enough where everything has its own little spot, and you don't really have to do too much before just... Stepping on the gas and going into traffic. Yeah, um, I usually do a last look, just make sure um, to make sure that I latched everything um, and that my instruments are safe because I, I keep um, my I have a harmonium and that's open on my bed and it, it can usually just stay there while I'm driving around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and then I've got chimes and they're, they, they, uh, chime around while I drive, which is a nice touch. <laughs> yeah, I definitely <laughs> like those. Uh, yeah, I could see in maybe in, in stop and go traffic. It might be, well, it might be soothing. It might sort of, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then know? hilarious too. Fun. Yeah. Totally fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I've got, um, book, book cases and, um, that are high enough to keep everything held in place and little cubby holder like shoe shoe cubbies that hold a lot of little odds and ends so things stay stay in place yeah well and again that's just another one of those similarities between this the being in a van and being on a boat i mean you have to there's this old saying with boats and ships at sea it's uh, a place for everything and everything in its place i i think that came more for you know you might need something some specific tool in an emergency and mm-hmm. that thing better be right where it's supposed to be. But it also has to do with, you know, the, the boat's moving, it's tipping from one side to another. And if everything's 
you know, stowed away properly, then you don't have stuff breaking and falling to pieces and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Um, were, did you have any specific sort of goal when you were like, I think I want to get a van and do this? Yeah. I had a whole dream that came with it. And, um, my van is, um, the name for my van is love song. And then that's also the name for my, my yoga offering or my yoga brand yeah. as it were. So love song yoga is, um, is my Instagram handle and, and all that jazz. And then, um, so the idea, the dream was to be able to take what I do, these offerings that I make on the road so that I can travel to all sorts of yoga festivals and, and play kirtan music, which is call and response mantra music and teach bhakti yoga and offer, um, cacao ceremonies or ecstatic dance. Oh, so you're, you're almost using it as a, uh, corporate headquarters in a way. Yeah. And also a mobile office slash home. Cause yeah, I would assume, yeah, with that, with that sort of resume, festivals and things like that are going to be, you know, places that you're going to have to go. Yeah. Ah, okay. So that was sort of the goal. It wasn't more of a, you know, exploring and road trip and stuff like that. Although I guess that's all included. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, that's interesting. That's sort of like, uh, I don't know, that's a different outlook on it than I would have thought. And, and, um, the dream too is ever evolving, ever morphing. I wasn't, you know, you, you have a dream and then you start, um, working, um, toward it or into kind of sculpting it and it might take on a different shape than you, than you expect. And then, um, my first big road trip with the van was from New Orleans down to Miami for Love Burn, a regional burning man, where I got to teach a whole bunch of yoga classes there and play mm -hmm. music. Um, but then, and I, oh, I went to a lot of um, festivals throughout the spring that were closer by. It's great for weekend excursions to weekend long retreats where I, I love to be a part of retreats offering yoga and meditation. Um, but then this summer, I spent four months kind of in an open, uh, open ended um, road trip adventure around Asheville. So I didn't know quite what was going to unfold and I was just journeying through there. And then it just so happens that I end up teaching yoga classes along the way because I love it and I have all my mats with me stored in the in the van. Uh, right, right, yeah. Again, yeah, I mean, it, it almost probably write the thing off as a business expense at this point. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, into the nitty-gritty, though, of trying to find this van. How, how did you find it? Like what, what sort of, uh, I don't know, did you go online and stuff or yeah. I don't know, I, can you just take us through the whole thing of like, okay, I'm going to get one. I've got this amount of money and let's do this. Yeah. I was just checking Craigslist a lot. And oh, okay. Yeah. And friends, friends were looking at Craigslist with me too. Cause I'm, I'm, it's a little daunting to, for me to buy a to invest in a vehicle. I don't know. I don't always know if um, a vehicle is like in top condition or quality. Yeah, it can be a little tricky. So, there's, uh, there's a lot of things that can be wrong with something that a test drive is not going to tell you about. Yeah, so I had some good input. And then, um, yeah, there's just, it came up on Craigslist and I followed through, called the shop right away and then made a made a flight for the next day. Oh, okay. So was it, did you, you actually bought it from a shop and not from just a person? 
Right. Oh, smart. Okay. Mm. And that does that give you a little bit more confidence as far as the mechanics of it sort of being yeah, in better I think shape? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. Because I suppose, you know, a person can disappear pretty easily, but a mm. mechanic shop is right there. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. It was in good shape. Um, except, you know, the there's a lot of rust. So it was like a, a fleet vehicle from, uh, lo and behold, Michigan, um, mm. of all places where we're both from. And um, so there's a lot of snow and salt. Uh, so there's, there's quite a bit of rust on the bottom, um, which is... Okay, still, um, but it's not the kind of thing that um, it. It was kind of like this is the price you can take it or leave it. Someone else is going to buy it if you don't. Kind of thing. Ah, uh, right, right. Yeah, they're they're driving a hard deal. <laughs> Didn't want to go <laughs> they're down. They're playing hardball. Yeah. They wanted that thing off that lot. Yeah. <laughs> but you've had it for a year now, and mechanically speaking, I mean, I know we we ended up in the at the tire place, uh, with a nail in, in your tire and everything, yeah. but, um, have there been other mechanical issues or anything? Um, a few here and there. Nothing too crazy though. Nothing too crazy. And you yeah, do have AAA. I have AAA. Yeah. It's all part of the journey too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I mean that tire shop we were at was, had quite the character and charm. Yeah, I know. Right. It was pretty cool. And they were fast. But yeah. And it didn't <laughs> cost barely anything. Yeah. That was so crazy. Cause that was a new tire they put on, right? Uh, they just patched it. Oh, they just patched it. Twenty bucks. Oh, okay, yeah, it's yeah. not bad. Hey, can't beat it. Um, do 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 do. What do you do, do, do? Sorry, I have to. I I wanted to make sure I got some of these questions written down. Normally, I don't do that, but because this is sort of a neat subject, I really wanted to make sure I hit on kind of all these points. Um, and and you said you found the van down here in St. Pete. Yeah. Right. Did, so you had to travel from New Orleans to get here. Yeah, I flew here, bought the bought the van, and then since it was um, two days before Christmas, I got to spend the, the Christmas with my parents, who happened to live two hours south. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And now you're back again one year later. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty cool. We got to take that picture over by. But yeah, we took the picture outside of. The Dolly Museum. Dolly Museum. Yeah, and that was like the one year anniversary, right in the same spot. So that's pretty cool. I liked that. Now, remember, you got to get that microphone nice and close. There we go. <laughs> um, what kind of what kind of van is it? I know you said a Sprinter van, but uh, who makes it? 2006 Dodge Sprinter. Nice. And you like that that one as far as, I don't know, what, I, I guess not to get into like full specs of the vehicle, but things like, you know, gas mileage or... What what little things do you like about that one hmm. in particular? Because there's you know a million different types Let's of vans, see. sizes, all that stuff. The the Excuse windows me. they they have a, a manual roll up and down swivel, important so it doesn't break. Old school window, yeah. yeah. Well, and that that goes to the boating thing too. You keep the boat as simple as possible, and you know no crazy complicated systems, and you're going to be able to afford that boat a lot easier. And there's just less stuff to break. Yeah, so it's just it's a it's a good van. What else do you like about it? Um, well, I love the the build out that my friends helped me to do. Yeah, so well, and that that actually is the the next uh, the next question uh, about the build out and the cost and the time and and help and all that sort of stuff. So, did you have going into it sort of an idea of what you wanted, or was it sort of like? 
who does this and let's see what they can do. Yeah, let's see. I had um I had a guide. I had a friend, the cosmic pickle friend, who um was gonna um help, like kind of like walk me along the the path of, of uh we went to the hardware store a bunch together and he um we'd get all the supplies and then we'd have build days. It'd kind of be like barn raised days where um a bunch of our friends would come and and they would help. Um because we were building it at a retreat center. And we would offer um, weekend-long retreats of yoga and meditation where um, I would teach yoga and, and guide some things. And then we'd, uh, everyone would pick up a screwdriver yeah, and a saw and start. We'd learn, yeah, we'd learn how to use power tools and how to um, uh, build out a van. And uh, the first step was insulating. And then we put up the, the luan, the inner walling. And then for building the cabinets, um, I, I hired a friend who is good at carpentry for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you, you do sort of want, I mean, when I when I got on board, it was, um, do you even say that on board? You say that <laughs> no, with a boat. you can say that. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, well, when I got on, you know, there's some craftsmanship in it and there's a lot of artistic sort of touches to a lot of it. And I'm sure you could go full bare bones, you know, plywood, bare plywood drawers and things like that but um you do want to turn it into essentially your own little home right yeah a cozy home space it feels so good to chill in um yeah the the touches are really nice uh my friend steph helped me out recently with with finishing off all the edges and the trim really nicely and um but then inside i've got curtains that are velvet and deep teal my favorite color and it's just a um, and there's incense and a spot for a candle. And, um, so just, it feels really homey and well, nice. and sorry to interrupt, but the, the, the curtains are actually a safety thing as well. Correct. Cause um, you sort of want to block those windows out. Even oh, if you're not yeah. on the van, you don't have people sort of peeping in. Yeah. I close the curtains when I'm not in it. So yeah. So people don't see what's inside, which right, is right. Right. And then I suppose as we'll get into it in a little bit, but if you're sort of stealth parking, quote unquote, uh, you don't want anybody to know you're sleeping in there. Right. Right. Yeah. And we don't have to uncover any illegal activities on the podcast. So you just, you know, <laughs> cut me off. Do one of these. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have heat on there outside of, well, obviously like the van has heat or whatever air conditioning right. in it, but those only work when the, the engine's running. So what do you, what do you do if, uh, do you have like a separate little unit? Yeah, I have a gas-powered heating unit. Oh, okay, like a yeah. little buddy thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, little green gas bottles. Yep. Oh, okay, okay. Very cool. And then I saw you did have an extra power pack. Yeah, an external battery. Right. And how how do you charge that? You don't have any solar on there yet, but you're planning on doing yeah, that. Yeah, so that'll be the next thing I'll revamp is the electrical setup. Um, I, I had an inverter. So when I, uh, the inverter recently died. So um, I, I'm going to revamp this all. But when I was driving, the inverter could charge the external battery. Yeah. And then that would last a little while. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But now I need to, it reminds me, I need to bring it in to charge while we're in this house. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. No problem. Cause that, yeah, that's a pretty hefty little battery bank, uh, portable, but I guess they call them power stations, but 
I know I've been using a company called Goal Zero, and there's a pretty nice, they're sleek, they're small. Uh, I have had one of them die on me completely, um, but yeah, they're, you know, they're good and, and they come with their own little solar panels, but it would take, you know, a day or two to actually get mm-hmm. it to full charge when mm-hmm. you can plug it in and four hours later, it's like fully juiced up. Yeah. Or even an hour or two with this little one. Um, but yeah, that'll charge my, um, char- well, yeah, it'll, um, it powers lights without t- um, taking hardly any charge. And then I use it for like my tea kettle mostly to heat up water. Ah. Yeah. And then uh, when I get a better s- setup with uh, solar panels, then it'll, I'll be able to run my fridge. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, I, and you know, on, on my boat, uh, I actually for, for coffee, which is, you know, pretty much everyday sort of thing. I actually use a jet boil. camping stove and i found you know it's one of those things it's not the best because it has these canisters which i don't know if you can actually recycle them if they ever get recycled at least they're metal not plastic um but the fact that it's such a high efficiency Hmm. uh water heater essentially uh, i've always liked it and it's very quick so you, you turn that on and and you've got your two cups of boiling water in about a minute that's, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah they're they're not oil. too expensive. Um, you know, I think for me it's the high efficiency thing because on a boat, one of the biggest things you waste your propane on because most boats have a big couple big propane tanks uh, is heating up more water than you need for things like coffee or whatever, and you end up just wasting all this because it's inefficient. You know, the flames are just underneath it, but most of the heat's going off to the sides and all that, and that's where the jet boil sort of um, technologically trumps that sort of thing, but nice. Yeah. It might be, might be, uh, something you might put on your list. That's yeah. a great Rick. Yeah. 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 They're not too bad. Um, so that takes care of like your power. And I mean, yeah, I mean with the van, I, I would suppose one of the cool things you have all that area up top that if you put some, you wouldn't even, I mean, depending on how much power you really need, which is probably not all that much, right. uh, except if you get the fridge going, just a couple of solar panels up there, probably two, you would be knocking it out of the park because that, yeah, I mean, you get those and a couple of deep cycle batteries and you're good to go at that point with an inverter. An inverter is not that expensive. They're like a hundred dollars. Well, you know, you've already had one. The van came with it. Oh, it did. In this case. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think two solar panels would cover it. That'll be good. Right. Right. Well, and let's just brainstorm here. You get a, a a large enough battery bank. You could pull out some speakers. You could put on your own little concerts. Yeah, right there in the street. This is, yeah. You get arrested in no time. <laughs> at least fined and ticketed. You, but, <laughs> but at least I'd be bringing the vibe. There you go. That's what it's all about. Love song is in town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not to mention, yeah, I've got a big. It, birds painted on the outside of my van it's beautiful it really is and it's you know i mean even though we've only sort of hung out for like the day every person that we've sort of pulled up next to they're they're always looking at it and it's a great (laughs) it's a great conversation starter just just like ah you guys like the paint job and of course they do it's beautiful it brings lots of smiles that's for sure yeah it does absolutely and then i see the smiles and i smile i'm like oh yeah i'm riding in a swan (laughs) swan on one side peacock on the other 
Um, how so? I mean, cost-wise, for sort of the just the materials, any ballpark figure on that? Um, I I stopped keeping track. Um, there were so many trips to the hardware store. Mostly wood and fasteners, though. Pretty yeah. Much, yeah. Mm-hmm. So not too much. And it's you know for the audience, it's it you know you open the big sliding door on the side, and there's a nice little area where there's like a kitchen table. Uh, almost like slash workbench. There's all the cabinets sort of up above and below, and then it's a raised bed, so you have storage underneath, but you still have plenty of headroom. I mean, that bed is bigger than the one I have on my boat. Yeah. It has three times as much headroom. I mean, I'm like squeezing into a coffin <laughs> compared to what you have on 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 Love Song. So that's that's definitely pretty cool. But that you know. It seems like it's simple enough, but it also allows for so much storage yeah. and so much sort of versatility in there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I know there's so many different ways to build out a van. Um, there's cool things you can do with beds where they kind of transform into to, um, different ways to store things or different couches. And you can like slide beds in different ways. A Murphy's bed lifts up. but um, Yeah, almost I, like a futon or something, you know, how it can go from flat like a mattress and then boom and yeah then all of a sudden you get a little couch yeah but i like the way i did it it's so simple it's just we just have the a big bed in the back and it just stays there there's tons of storage underneath and then over the bed there's the drawers and then on the bed i've got instruments so i'm it's it, instruments to my heart's content and then i've got it's such a big uh big yeah it must be a full size maybe a Maybe even queen. It's... I'd say it looks like it's about queen size. Yeah. Definitely bigger than a twin. That's what's... Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah way bigger. Yeah. That's what's up. I know. I like <laughs> it. I mean, yeah, it was like the first thing. You know, you get in there and then stretch out on that bed and it's like, holy cow, this has actually got a lot of room. Yeah. And then you can drive somewhere really pretty, open the back doors, have a right. good view and just chill. Ah, see, I'm seeing the appeal. I'm seeing the appeal. I mean, and again... There's just so many similarities between that and a boat. You know, even if you're, uh, I guess the best comparison would be boats travel up the intracoastal. So the sort of safe little river that we have cut along the East Coast and the South of the United States. So you don't have to go in the ocean. You can stay in between, you know, the land basically on these calm river type stretches. Um, and they're, you know, you, you would motor all day and either pull into a marina, which would be like a, a trailer park or an RV park, sorry, or you find a cool little cove and you anchor mm. there and you've got this beautiful little spot that you get to enjoy and, and all that. Same as, you know, you find some area somewhere where you can park legally and, and enjoy the view. Yeah. I like the anchoring in a cove option that sounds the the best to me oh it's pretty nice there's uh one of my favorite places is down in the islands i'm not going to say which island but because i wouldn't want to spoil it luckily it's off limits to the charter companies so you actually have to have your own boat to get in there and it's pretty shallow so you have to have a certain size boat but being on the opposite side of the island from the rest of you know civilization you're all, I, I've anchored in there for weeks at a time and been the only person there. Yeah. And it's a huge bay that has a beautiful protected reef. It has a hurricane hole right next to it. Um, 
and it's just amazing. Just completely empty all to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Finding those gem spots is really what it like part of what it's all about. Yeah. Have yeah. you, is, is there any example, uh, that you can give of like a perfect little spot that you found? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, there is an incredible lake west of Asheville surrounded by the Blue Ridge mountains. And, um, I was able to camp there for a couple weeks and, and that was private property though right no it's um it, it's open to oh open to the public yeah oh okay mm-hmm. gotcha yeah now how do you find a place like that word of mouth oh, okay okay yeah well i suppose in some ways it'd be like our little spot that we found uh up on walloon yeah where you sort of know it's there not many people do, because if they did, it'd be packed all the time sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Ah, so you do have to kind of get in with the locals a little bit. Yeah. Oh, Spend some ears. Yeah. And then there's there's some apps as well. There's one called iOverlander for, for van life people. So you can get on that app, and based on where you are, little spots will pins for locations oh. where, where people have um, been able to spend a night sort of sharing the information along with everybody yeah i yeah. can see that being mm-hmm. a good thing yeah although i feel like some people would probably still keep those secrets yeah you kind of have to right mm-hmm. would yeah, you sometimes. keep secrets out there um yeah yeah i would definitely uh to keep a, a spot sacred um not you know just tell anyone do you want to right now take the opportunity to just purge and tell us about a secret spot no oh man <laughs> Terrible. Keep it sacred i want to hear um, um i don't know how uh, uh i'll tell one if you tell one how's that no <laughs> <laughs> it all goes right, against cool. my moving my on <laughs> all right let's get into the legal all okay. right okay parking yeah so this is this is what I envision, you know. I I I'm in some small town. It's my first night there. Mm-hmm. I don't really know where to go. Yeah. I park on the street. Yeah. And you know I'm sleeping. Everything's fine. Knock 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 on the window, and it's a police officer, and I'm not allowed to sleep in my car on the street or whatever. Uh-huh. If you uh, can fill us in on a little bit of that. That doesn't sound fun. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. To get uh, disrupted in your sleep. Yeah. That definitely is something that could happen. Definitely. So what's, what's <laughs> sort of the, what have you found to make sure you're sort of avoiding that? Um, hmm. Let's see. Worst case scenario, Walmart parking lot. Oh, that's right, because you can... Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Also, I, you know, I seem to remember something about casinos will let you do that, too. Okay. Maybe you have to go in there and slap a fiver down on a blackjack oh, table right. or something, but then you're you're pretty much good to go. Right. But Walmart parking lots, are they pretty safe? So far. So far, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you haven't run into any, any issues? I, I, I guess... You must, because you're so personable and you have such a web of friends and people sort of seem, seemingly all over this country, um, you must sort of be reaching out to a lot of people and, and sort of like right now, you know, you're parked out in front of uh, Sven's place. 
which is totally legal. And you'd be able to probably sleep in that, I would think, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, I usually plan my the trajectory of my trip around places where um, that I want to visit or where I know that there are people. And then I, I try to have spots along the way to go and stay. Um, and, and yeah, it's a learning curve. Sometimes you like, um, you get to a place and it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's welcoming you. And then, um, and then you just keep on, it's part of the journey. Yeah, you Light, just hit the accelerator. Always, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Huh? So yeah, that's, I guess that for me, that would be sort of the big thing. It's like, where the heck am I going to park? Yeah. It takes, yeah, it takes courage and it's scary. It can be scary sometimes. Yeah. Like late, it's getting later and you don't, you don't know where to go. And yeah. What sort of defenses do you have? Um, I pepper spray. Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. A baseball bat. <laughs> pepper spray, baseball bat. No, <laughs> no weapons though. Like guns. No. Nice. Well, you probably shouldn't say that. Yes, she's armed to the teeth, people. <laughs> Do not try and break into love song. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. It's true. Um, have you learned any sort of valuable lessons along the way? Um, as far as, you know, things, you know, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Oh, I mean, mostly as far as lessons. I've learned so many lessons, but most of them have been really profound lessons for the the inward spiritual journey because um when you're journeying it's it's the hero's journey it's it's like you're living your own story you're writing your own story and the world of form is so it's always um it's so new when you're um driving through new places meeting new people and um it's so extraordinary and fascinating and um it can really bring up a lot of stuff in in me and um, I, I get to like learn um yeah about uh and I, uh, about myself and go through challenges and um um yeah so it's more of a spiritual kind of learning I'd say yeah well I and I obviously I understand completely about that I mean it's not all meant to be driving off into a perfect sunset you know, parking at the perfect lake and everything is just fine. I mean, even though you have a van, you, you can get inside of it um, as opposed to like sort of me being out in a storm and having to, you know, change sails or things like that. You're still dealing with the weather. I mean, if the weather gets really bad, you're, you know, you're either stuck inside of the vehicle or you just have to go outside and deal with it. It's not like a house in that respect where you're sort of like, well, I guess we'll stay in and watch Netflix. Mm -hmm. So you do have these challenges and it's not always rainbows and butterflies. You, yeah. You do have to. Yeah. You're, you're rolling the dice more too. So like just more, more things are going to happen. Um, good and bad Mir like miracles. And then just like, yeah, the huge challenges. So you have to be strong. Definitely. And, yeah. and then also you might just learn how strong you are. Ah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's, I think, with any true adventure, no matter how big or small, we all sort of end up getting tested. You know, I, I used to have, a long time ago, one of my old, old journals, um, and I think I was sort of 
in that age range, early 20s, where you're sort of, you have this opinion of the world and you think you know all these things. But I wrote down the three keys to a true adventure. And one was you had to see a place you've never seen before. So you're sort of out of your element, I suppose. Two was that you had to grow as a person. And three was that you had to face and overcome a challenge. Mm. And if you had those three things, and it could be something that you could be done in one day, or it could be something that takes nine months. Uh, but, you know, it sounds like sort of setting out on the open road with a van, with a bed in the back, is sort of that, uh, that mixture, because you're going to be challenged. You're going to see new places, and uh, you're definitely going to grow as a person. Yeah, absolutely. And you're only on year one. You don't plan on selling it right away, do you? Nope. Nope. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Do you want to hear some uh, adventure miracles, I guess? I would love to. Okay. Hold, hold on one second. We just got to take a quick break. And we're back. Go right ahead. Dive right in. Okay. So I took a four-month journey over the summer, and I went from New Orleans. I was around... Asheville for the whole summer and I had some friends who were working on an organic farm so I spent some time on the farm with them and that was great there were goats and um orchards of apples and pears and blueberry patches and um a garden of greens and um so that was really wonderful and then there was um I would I would go to a bunch of festivals as well so I enjoyed a few festivals and um and then I spent a good bit of time at a lake swimming every day which I love to do um so it was a great summer and, and then it all culminated at the end of the summer in something lo and behold called love song gathering so I was traveling in Very love song. Yeah, yeah. I was traveling in love song, and then there's this gathering. So of course I had to go, and I ended up teaching yoga at it. And then, um, turns out it was a song circle gathering. So every day we sang, so, um, sacred earth songs, and um, and I loved them. They were so um fun to sing, really potent tools for the for the journey. Um, and I loved them so much. I recorded the songs, and I, I've taken them back with me to New Orleans and um shared them a lot. But it was kind of like. I found I like uncovered these love songs, which was just like such a like a an unlocking like this like code to level up to the next level. And then I was on my way back to New Orleans. I um, was in northern Florida swimming, and that's when that's when I battled the alligator. Um, oh, so I yeah. told you about that. I guess the audience doesn't know. Yeah, there's a five foot alligator. I was in the middle of the river and I had to battle it. So like, you know, it's like because I was on this adventure because my van takes me all over and I'm just like very immersed in the elements and, and um, I just find myself in these places where there are challenges and I had to, um, I had to, had to rise up to it. So I battled the alligator. Uh, I was able to close its jaws and I, I swam with it for a couple minutes back to shore um, and threw it back to the water and, um, it was terrifying and more like, how did you get your hands on its jaws? That it fast? happens. It happened fast. I'm not, I'm it was not just sure. coming at you. Yeah. It attacked me three times actually. And then the third time I was able to close its jaws. And it's just you. It, I was, t I know the buddy system is legit. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was swimming alone in a dark, wide river. That's all right. Lesson learned. <laughs> yeah. 
Lesson learned. Yeah. So I feel like that was something that it was like showed me how strong it was. And then the very next thing, um, I was in I was in love song again, and, and then I was singing all of these love songs that I had just learned at the gathering, and and then and then I called in. Um, I was I was calling in a drum, and I I went to I went to well actually St. Pete on the the equinox, and I found my soul drum, and so now I have a drum. And then I returned to New Orleans, totally transformed. Yeah, I'll bet. Wow. <laughs> Holy cow. I I mean, when you texted me about the alligator thing, I was like, what? (laughs) I mean, I'm picturing a little two footer or something like that. But like a serious, like the same size as you alligator. Yeah. It's crazy. That's crazy. (laughs) You're so lucky to be alive because those things are vicious. They haven't changed in like 250 million years because they are perfect. You're right. Yeah. (laughs) They are Woman eaters and man eaters, people eaters. Yeah, they have incredible instincts and they were being perfectly themselves, like perfectly gatorly because they were just chilling, waiting for me to swim right into his jaws. Wow. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. That image, I'll bet, sits in your brain pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> a growing say, experience totally a yeah. challenge overcome yeah so and I, I just left on this this two month long adventure i'm embarking on so this is um this is just day four or so and already uh, there it's been there have been blessings and miracles it just happens when you're like living in the the journey more um the days seem longer you're just like everything's so different um and so yeah i wonder what'll happen on this trip I know, I know. Well, and so I, I don't want to give away your whole itinerary or anything like that, but as far as this trip goes, it's going to be pretty much, ooh, excuse me, the southern states, um, you know, from from here in Florida around and then back over to New Orleans. Are there any plans of full-on cross-country in the far future? Yeah, I could I could see myself doing a westward road trip in the summer when there's like a four-month time. Basically, I live in New Orleans, and the summer is just a terrible time to be there. Um, so there's like a good four-month t- um, chunk of time where it's good to, to road trip. And um, this winter, it's a little... It's wet, cold for January and into February, so... Um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go west with uh, when I have more time. But this trip, I'm just gonna be in Florida. Florida's the move. I'm gonna go south. I'm gonna mm. go to the Keys. I'm gonna try to get on a sailboat too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Too yeah. bad Sparrow's broken. Yeah. <sighs> that one wave, just one wave. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that's a few of your high points and some challenges. I guess um, sort of to, to wrap things up a little bit, if someone were to come up to you and say, hey, you know, I think I want to do van life. What advice would you give that person? Um, follow your heart and do it. <laughs> there we go. Just jump right in. Yeah. Would you... Specify any technicalities. I, I've told people about the big bed. I'm like, yo, the big bed is great. You don't have to like, you don't have to make it. It's just, or it's like, it just stays right there. <laughs> big bed. Big bed. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Big bed, small van. Well, not small <laughs> van, but not crazy gigantic van. Yeah. 
And because um, then it becomes your space. You can like roll around when you got a big bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. You can journal. Well, you can, you know, yeah, play music. No, I, I couldn't agree more. Having having sort of a comfortable bunk on the boat is absolutely huge. I mean, a west sail has plenty of picadillos, as they say, uh, when it comes to sea kindliness. Um, if we have a head chop or something like that, or if it's a really rolly sort of anchorage, the boat's rocking and rolling. But to make up for that, it's very comfortable down below. For a 32-foot boat, it feels like you're on a 42-foot boat when you go down below. And I don't know, you know, because these are our homes, you have to be comfortable. Yeah, I I thought of something else too. I'd say make it your own, um, because with um, when you have your home, you have space to bring things that you love. So like bring toys and use them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like a blow up paddleboard. Uh, or yesterday we were skateboarding Skateboard, and roller yeah. skating. Super fun. Yeah, I've got my I've got my fire staff in there. So, yeah, bring the toys and use them. Bring the toys. And, and you, you have them. to use everyone you bring. Yeah. <laughs> make it a rule if you don't use it for the first month you lose it lose it there you go well adrian thank you so much for coming on and, and sort of answering these questions i don't know if you had anything else you wanted to throw in there um but yeah i like i said i've i've always been intrigued by it because i i am a fan of being on the road and although i've always sort of done it you know i've i've done the long distance hiking so i've walked the distance and i've sailed the distance um, but traveling on the road and sleeping in the vehicle has always sort of intrigued me. So I don't know, maybe, maybe one day down the line, I might be a, a van life person for a year or so. I don't know. It, it's definitely, it's, it sounds very cool and it sounds like quite an experience. And I think also it sounds like it's within the grasp of most people. So you know, you don't have to go and buy a boat and sell your house and do all this sort of stuff. You can actually just go to a used car lot, pick one up, kit it out and hit the road. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. I know everybody will love this one. And uh, where where could people go to follow your journey if, if they want to? Um, love song yoga on Instagram. On Instagram. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll put a link in the description on that one. And uh, yeah, you can check it out. Cool. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure.